Hey, DGB sisters, welcome to the Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond show. I'm so glad to see you today. And for those of you who are new to the Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond community, my name is Donna Rudowitz, and I am a rapid transformational relationship coach, as well as a clinical therapist. And I closed my clinical therapy practice many years ago because the tools that I were using, while they're great tools, wasn't getting the transformation in the women that I was serving, right? Who were women who were going through divorce, thinking about divorce, post-divorce. And so when I switched my models and I switched the tools that I was using, this is when I began to see rapid transformation. This is where I began to see miracles happen. This is where I began to see women really getting a hold back of their lives in just about three and a half months. And, and some women were stuck for 20 years, right? And we were able to unstuck them <laughs> in just about three and a half months. So today we have a very special guest with us, a graduate of the Divorce and Gracefully and Beyond community. Liz is with us today. So hi, Liz. It's so nice to see you. Nice so why don't you, you take a moment and introduce us to who you are and what okay. you do? So I am also a licensed clinical social worker. Um, I've been working in the field for 20 years. Mm -hmm. um, I am a mother of three. I have three littles um, ages between, I always have to remember because I have so many of them. How I know. Them? It's like, wait a minute. Names <laughs> and ages always get mixed up. Okay. So we have 10, eight, and four. Um and I have a um, thriving professional identity. Um, I live in the city of Oakland and have a huge group of friends and family. Um, a little bit more about me and how I came to DGB, if that's okay. Please. Go yes. There? Okay. Yes. So um, I had one of those um, stories that not many people, well, those of us in DGB can appreciate where all of a sudden um, something dropped into my life um, that was a big, 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 big secret that my husband at the time was keeping and I found out about it. And after a period of like maybe two years of really wrestling and COVID, Mm -hmm. um, I had to make the most um, painful, heartbreaking, scary um, just totally bleak decision to leave. Mm -hmm. And my decision to leave was, um, for my kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, um, as a social worker, I knew child development. I knew, um, what trauma looks like and I knew, um, how important attachment is to yep. kids. Yep. Um, and I also came from a, um, family of parents who were still married 65 years later. And so I knew what healthy love was mm -hmm. and I knew when it started to become unhealthy. Yep. And so I made the decision, um, again to leave and I liken it to free falling off of the side of a cliff on your back. Yeah. With no, not even knowing where you're going. Yep. Not even knowing where you're going. No, yep. nothing to hold you, nothing to bolster you. You don't know when you're going to fall. You just jump. Yeah. Um, I talked to a couple people before I got divorced and, you know, one of them was like, um, it's way harder just so you know, after. And I was like, it can't be any harder than it is now. Guess what? It was. <laughs> yes, it is. Harder. Yeah. Um, and so I got divorced and, um, never again, never thought I would get divorced. I don't think anybody does. Um, certainly never in a million years thought I would be raising three kids on my own. Yep. Um, I still have a lot of sadness about that. Mm -hmm. Um, but we have survived, um, yeah. in subjective and, 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 um, objective ways. You know, we, we, I knew that if I could get my kids through the kind of wreckage, yes, we knew that we would be okay. And I knew that if I could keep my house, we would be okay. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I had no idea how I was going to keep my house and I had mm -hmm. no idea how I was going to take care of my kids. And, um, Sounds like a very similar story. I was in the same position. No clue. No clue. Yep. Um, and I think around that time, I probably maybe like a month later was like, oh, I know what I need to do. I need to just find a different man. Of, of course. That's what, that's what everyone does, right? Let's just find, find a different, a different man. man. Yeah. And I know that, um, you know, I can just replace the one I had. Yeah. With a better Sounds version. 
Sounds very logical. <laughs> so um, I, I until you realize it's not. <laughs> um, and so I think around this time I came to you, and what spoke to me more than anything was the divorcing gracefully part. Because like, what is yeah. graceful divorce? Divorce is messy. Divorce is dirty. Divorce brings out sides of you that you never experienced before. And divorce brings out sides of your soon-to-be ex that you have never seen before. And it is nothing I would wish upon anyone. Correct. I said the same thing. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, honestly. Ever. Nope. Um, So that's kind of where I started. But I knew I was panicking because this... this, um, you know, um, X plus Y equals Z, like mm-hmm. equation that I created mm-hmm. for myself, mm-hmm. um, wasn't panning out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so at some point, um, I, I think I started following you and I, I signed on for one of your, um, uh, masterclasses. If that's yep. Yeah. Um, yep. and I listened to that a couple times and I was like, oh my God, this person is going to solve my problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is that. This person's going to solve my problems. And so um, I immediately signed on. We had a um, conversation that I will never forget. And um, I wrote down every single thing you said and I signed up. And then I was not at all emotionally prepared for the commitment. Yep. If I'm being honest, hundred uh, percent. This is again. We think we think. Okay, this is going to be it. Whether it's a man or it's a it's a program or whatever. Like we think. Okay, this is going to be it. Until we realize the true work really is here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And up the creator. Yeah. Correct. The universe. Hundred percent. So. I will say, and I could go into a hundred different tangents, but. Um, not only was I not prepared, I had no relationship with what this higher power was. Yes. And so I couldn't have put the work into practice. It was still conceptual for me for about six months. Yep. Um, and isn't it, may I, may I add something in? Sure. Because this is, I think, a very important part is this is the gift of DGB in a sense. This is the first gift we get, okay, is the, the gift of awareness, we realize there's a gap. We realize that we've been using a very, very, very small percentage. And, and, and honestly, the part of our brain that doesn't really give us the transformation, we've been using the 5% mm-hmm. of our conscious brain and we've been using willpower and we've been using this, you know, go and, and, and okay. yes, that survival has kept us and, and we had to do what we had to do to keep the family unit moving, like you said, right. Right? right? But willpower will wane. We get tired. Well, not only will it wane, but it will start to, I think, erode at, you know, that battery. Yes. Battery that you just keep running and running and yes. running because that's what we did to stay in our marriages. Yes. The battery, we're like, okay, if I can just, you know, push through yes to get to the next place i know we're going to be fine yes and then we get to that next place and okay if i can just push and continue right so like yep not only that but i think the willpower of being able to survive the logistics Mm -hmm. of divorce yep the lawyers the finances the child custody um it wasn't until I think I remember speaking with you. It was in the summer yep. of 2021, I believe, or it might have been 2020. I know it was right mm-hmm. after COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, it wasn't until that Christmas when I didn't get out of bed for two days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I actually started to realize how exhausted I was. Yep. And what we know, what I've learned about myself, because I've learned so much about myself is that we can't access our higher power and our truth and our voice when we're exhausted. Correct. And when we're in fight or flight, that's why module one in divorcing gracefully and beyond is all about, let's just take a step back. Let's just, let's just look no blame or shame of where we are or where we've coming from, but just let's, let's just take a look at us because we're literally operating on fumes at this point. We're, we're operating on fumes and there's, there's no fuel. And, and when there's no fuel, we are 
in a sense, a walking zombie, right? Is, is we're, we're doing, we're walking, we're showing up for our clients, we're showing up for our kids. And every downtime that we have, like you said, sometimes there's, there's days. And I remember that. I remember staying in bed for days at a time. I remember just getting up to put my makeup on to get the kids at the bus to just right. to make it look like everything. Right. Hey, everything's right. okay. We're good over right. here. Right. right. But it really, it, the, that's the reason why module one or the first part of our discussions and working together is bringing the awareness out of the fight or flight and bringing an awareness to rekindling that soul energy because we're not able to lead our life. We're not able to see our future. We're not even able to create anything until we reignite and, and re sort of visit who we really are and we're in a safe place, right? We're, we're taking out of fight or flight and we're in our parasympathetic brain where now we can begin to see things. It's such an important piece of the puzzle. And I will tell you that it's only been within the last um, six months that I've been able to get out of fight or flight. Yep. And it's been a year and a half. Yep. Since the divorce was finalized. Yep. If that gives you a yep. realistic picture of what my experience was like. Yep. And I come with a ton of background and training. I remember learning about divorce and social work school mm -hmm. um, and working with children around trauma and child. Yep. I mean, we know these things. Yep. Um, we know what grief is. I run a grief program for yep. one of the biggest HMOs in the country. Yep. I know grief. You know, I mean, you, you, you not only know grief, you teach grief. You, I you, teach grief. I you, model you have a model for grief that you follow. Truly. So, yeah. Um, yep. little things started happening. So I decided, um, so, okay. So going back to your program, I was like, okay, conceptually this makes sense, but I can't commit to this, um, for this reason, this reason, this reason, this reason, and this reason. And, um, and, and I'm not saying I can't commit to it, but like I was following, but I wasn't really like yes. there. You weren't integrating in a sense. You no, were following. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. I was in, it was up here, but it wasn't anywhere else. Yep. Yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love that I, word yet. 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 Mm -hmm. So, um, I jumped into, um, various sexual experiences with many different men as yep. often as possible. Um, as many different men as possible. Um, some of those were really sketchy. Yep. Now we've got an additional trauma. Yep. So now some of the behavior that I was displaying post-divorce was also not healthy. Yep. Um, I, at the same time, knew that I needed to move my body. That felt yep. good to me. So I, on a positive note, um, jumped into uh, Pilates practice that I was doing mm. previous to getting married. And that has been... Um, one of the saving graces of my life and certainly a spiritual experience. So, you yep. know, I was like picking and looking at things and like, is this going to work for me? No. Okay. Maybe we should put that back. Maybe not this man, maybe a different man. Yeah. Let me just try the same, the same um, ingredients, but with a, a different man. And, and maybe we'll get a different recipe. Maybe right? we'll get a different oh, recipe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gracious. I mean, I will say yep. as a woman in her forties, um, I almost felt like, and I'm just going to be super real. I almost felt like sex in the beginning was part of my grief journey. Yeah. I think it's for many women. That. I just yeah. don't think many women will really talk about it too right. much, but I, I, I no, cause no one, no one really does, but it's such an important piece of the puzzle because it's, there's so many women who it, it that's what, that's what they're using. Yeah. That's what I needed. And, mm -hmm. and I used it and I also overused it. And now all of a sudden, as I mentioned earlier, yep. you know, we've got these yep. unhealthy things percolating. Um, so, you know, my story goes up and down. I would say the, the dark parts are having to learn how to be fully accountable for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I would go back and revisit some of your modules. Yep. Every once in a while, I would listen to mm -hmm. one of these recordings. Yeah. And I heard a recording from Angie Bird. Oh my gosh. We love Angie. Yes. And I would say that was the first time that I was like, oh, I can feel her rawness and her realness. And that really speaks to me yeah. because I think with divorce, you get broken down to your core. Yeah. Um, you get broken down to the core. You, you just, you thought when you think there's not bottom, there's, oh, there's, 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 
And there's more bottom. And there's just when you're at the bottom you're again, like, you're like, oh, look, what? I thought we were at the studs. But no. <laughs> but no. <laughs> we're going to go even further down to yeah. the nucleus of the earth is what it exactly. feels like. Um, so um, I'm trying to remember some of the other things I did. Another thing that I would say was huge. And actually, DGB really, at the beginning, I was like, I don't know these women. Yep. I don't know these women. I had a couple incredible coaching calls, one with Jackie and one with. It was either Katie, it was probably Coach Katie. Katie and Jackie. I had yes. one with both of them. Yes. Those were also life-changing for me. Yes. Yep. Um, I went out right after my coaching call with Jackie and I got, um, she has this, I'm not going to, Marianne Williams, is that her name? Oh, yes. Marianne Williamson. That, you know the quote I'm talking about? I do. It's, about, yes. It, why should, yeah, the, um, who are you not to shine? Who are you not to shine? Yeah. Right. And so I now have that in my bathroom. So that's yep. a gift. Um, and you know, little things like learning how to parent on your own. Mm -hmm. Um, in the beginning I would be out with my three kids and I would be like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. There's something missing here. Yeah. Each one of them had to go through their own grief and yes. for any mothers, most of the women I imagine who've been through divorce, um, those who are mothers, I, I want to say this to you that although, um, I didn't feel like I could tend to my own grief. I actually felt like I was able to tend to my children's grief. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you that having multiple kids yep. who are grieving, they all kind of took turns. Mm -hmm. Those beautiful mm -hmm. little creatures that mm -hmm. they are. They all they, they somehow turns. know how to do that, right? Isn't it? It's it's a natural or an organic homeostasis state. Absolutely. That's mm -hmm. right. And mm -hmm. so we could all kind of be with one. Mm-hmm. While yep. they were grieving and yep. we could all kind of be with the other. And I will tell you that I felt like, um, what I needed to do, cause we moved into 50, 50 custody very quickly. Yep. Um, I really felt and still feel almost two years later that my job as their parent right now is, to, I mean, it's a lot of things, but related to their grief, like I need to make space for it. And we you know what you just did? Do. Yep. And you know what you learned how to do, which once we learn how to do it for someone else, we can learn to do it for ourselves. even if, now this is also very important for women to hear. We could be the masters of it for our jobs, for other people, right? Depending upon what our role is. But yet when it comes to ourselves, you know, the shoemaker has no shoes sometimes, right? We're able to do it for other people. But what you did, see the difference, we're always cultivating energy, Okay. Always. And we may use that energy in a healthy way or maybe not a healthy way, but when it comes to your children, being able to sit with them mm -hmm. is compassion, right? Cause you're using your energy to sit with them and to be with them versus what most of us will do when we're in fear is we're going to try to fix. We're going to try to problem solve. We're going to try to, you know, do, do, do. And that is fear-based energy, which is not good for anybody, including our children. But when we could actually just allow our children to move through the grief that they need to, because each one's going to do it differently. And yes, does it break our heart to see our children? Move? Of course it does. Absolutely. But if we could, if we could harness that energy enough in ourselves. Right. And, and tap into and this is, again, the reason why divorcing gracefully and beyond work is so important is because we're giving ourselves the foundation of peace in our heart. It doesn't mean that everything is where it needs to be, but we're giving ourselves peace in the heart and we're moving out of the willpower. We're moving into the heart power. So we have the strength and the resiliency to manage the other pieces in our life. Right. And so when you're able to sit with your children or with them, that's a huge gift. It's not only a gift, it actually taught me how to take care of myself. Which again, so this is the reflection. Exactly. It's it's what I would call the, can we call it a mirror gift or a reciprocal gift is, is that you're doing it, your experience, which then in turn you, you do for yourself. Right. I will never forget. And, and um, certainly one of the more painful aspects of supporting them, my youngest who's four, wants her daddy yep and she was three yeah um, uh she wanted her daddy and yep. there was nothing i could do to give her a daddy literally yep. i begged him and he would not come over to help her yep so i had to learn that i actually can't 
do anything for you. I can feed you. I can keep you warm. I can cuddle you. I can yep. love you. Yep. I can, you know, whisper silly things in your ear and give you chocolate and um, play with you and give you new stuffed animals, but I can't give you the one thing that you want. You want. Mm-hmm. And um, that it, 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 it's very, very hard as yep. a parent. Um, yep. However, over time, I got much better at just acknowledging. And so I learned to say, I know that's what you want. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I can't give it to you. I know mm-hmm. that's what you want mm-hmm. because that's all I had. And that's, that's no. all. And from my experience and working, this is both working with children and with adults. That's all children and adults really need. Right. And again, I'm not saying that it, she doesn't having of course. a relationship with her dad, of course, of course, like that would be great. But as long as you're being honest with the person, you're being authentic and you let them know, like you said, I'm so sorry. I can't, I know this is what you want. I'm so sorry. I'm not able to give it to you, but what I am able to give you is, 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 is my heart and my time and to sit with you. And I think, you know, again, they may, it's, it's not their ultimate answer of what they want, but there's an understanding and there's a connection, a connection, and there's an attachment to true love because what you're doing for your children and, and also for yourself is you're modeling what true love is. True mm-hmm. love doesn't come in to fix. It doesn't come in to pretend. It doesn't come in as a masked person, right? It's not up and down. True love is in, in the greatest moments where we feel such, such beautiful um, connection. And true love is also in the moments where we're in despair. Yes. So let's talk about despair a little bit. I stopped being able to eat. I couldn't digest food. Mm-hmm. Um, I was exercising a lot, which is healthy, but um, not when I, you're not eating well, not when you're not eating well, yeah. and not when you're not hydrating mm-hmm. um, and not when you're using marijuana. Let's just be real. Yeah. Like all of it, alcohol, marijuana, all of it. Yep. I knew I had to quit alcohol because um, it made my stomach really upset. And I remember, and this was post. Um, I remember just thinking to myself like, okay, that's a tiny little healthy nugget. So there were these tiny little healthy nuggets. Um, I will say there's two other really important things that I'd like to share um, because I want other women to hear this as well. One was the universe is fascinating in in ways that I'm just starting to discover, um, and, and, and be humbled by, um, one of which is. I always had a huge group of girlfriends. Yep. Huge. All of them phenomenal. We only keep phenomenal people in our life. (laughs) That's right. Exceptional only. That's it. Um, And I was blessed and um, graced with many. Um, I fell back on them in a way that I don't know how to ever repay them. That's the gift of friendship, right? That's right. So there were many times that I was like, I, I I have so much grief, like I can't cook. I can't cook anything. I can't mm-hmm. be around food. I mm-hmm. still am having a hard time being around mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. I am, you know, I'm not a skinny woman, but I can't eat still. It's hard for me to eat. It's still grief and stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, my, my friendship group showed up, you know, when I would send the SOS messages, like yep. he never called me back or, you know, he is seeing another woman or he sent me a a text from some other person, like just the, the ridiculous situations that I was finding myself in with the men that I was choosing. My girlfriends were, you know, they would come over, we would have dinner together. We would go on hikes together. We would parent our children together. Because guess what? My best friends also divorced and guess what? I've made two amazing friends with women who are now divorced as well. Yes. Um, and so I grew and I'm growing this other arm. Yes. I was never the girl ever to stand up and say, yeah, I'll go play soccer or let's go climb to the top of that hill and let's run. Yeah, exactly. Let's not just climb. Let's run. Let's, let's go do something silly. Like I never did that. All of a sudden, I'm starting to like notice even in these moments of despair that there's this equal and opposite, maybe not equal and opposite, but it's definitely like a two step forward, one step back process, the evolution. And I love that you say evolution. And would you even say, Liz, that it's, it's a synchronistic moment? 
I was thinking about that in preparation for today because I was like, there's been so much synchronicity in my life and I can't wait to share that because I learned that from you. Yay! So yes. I can't wait to share it. But yeah. it's, it is that, it's that synchronistic moment. And the obstacle is what makes the heart grow. And the obstacle is truly what expands the awareness of what's available, right? And, and again, we're not choosing it. Like you said, right from the beginning, this wasn't something I chose. It wasn't something that I, uh, that I wanted. It, it, was, it was a decision that it was a must decision that was had to be made. Yes. But what you're learning is in, in what seems to be the mess is the miracle in the mess. There is beauty because- yes. The beauty in the ashes. I was just going to say, um, the beauty that comes out of the ashes is um, more beautiful and glorious and, and elegant and strong than any of us could ever imagine for ourselves. True. And I just, I want to stay here with you for a second, because this is, we, we were, Liz and I, by the way, who was listening, we both have our tissues ready because we knew we we're going to cry because I'm, I'm about to cry now too, right? Is that this is one of the things that I see in our society that really hurts my heart so, so deeply is we have such smart, intelligent, successful women, women who are running organizations, women who are CEOs, women who are leading companies, leading their families. And these behaviors, you know, they're doing their best to get out of their own way because the hurt and the grief is so powerful and it's so painful. Now, at, at, again, at the office, they could be badass, they're doing their thing, but they're silently suffering, right? They're silently suffering. And then what happens is instead of instead of going in, which, which, what we teach at DGB is, is we decide that we're going to learn how to reprogram, right? We're going to get rid of the patterns, beliefs, and behaviors that don't serve us. And we're going to reprogram with them, right? With the ones that we do need. But before you learn those tools, what happens to these women is, you know, again, they're using the willpower. They're, they're saying, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to, and then they do it because they break down their resilience and then they get mad at themselves. I can't believe I just did that. And it becomes the cycle. And so, you know, everything that we spoke about here, you know, for, for whoever's listening, like this is the real conversation. Me and Liz, we're having the real deal conversation, right. About the drinking, about marijuana, about sex, about thoughts, about this, because there's, that's, we're trying to figure it out. No one has the ultimate rule book. Really, honestly, actually, there is one person who has the ultimate rule book, and that's our heart, and that's divine source or God, right? That's, that, that's our connection, the guy upstairs, girl, guy, whatever you want to say, source love. Yeah. Yeah. But that, and, and when we're in the scales of life and when we have grief, we're, we're actually disconnected, and that's when we feel so alone and we keep circling. But once we can make the reconnection is where we could look back and say, who was that person that was doing that? Because we could look back and say that wasn't even me, really. It was me, like I was there, but it wasn't. But it gives us the opportunity to really craft and actually be so gracious to ourselves. And this is where gracefully comes in multitude of ways, is, is to look at ourselves and say, we did the best we could. And we learned, okay, what didn't work and what does work. But it's, it's making a decision. That if you're spiraling and, and you're trying to figure it out in the 5% of your brain and you're using all your willpower and you are suffering, make a decision. It doesn't, because it true, like Liz, you could attest to this, does not have to be that way. Not only does it not have to be that way, but um, the concept of surrender was one that I mm. fought. Yes. I fought that one. There's a couple I fought. Surrender <laughs> is a big one. Yes, surrender is a big one surrender especially um, for the strong women so mm-hmm. right like we intellectually know we intellectually yep. know I, I would argue that in my marriage certainly I was the straw I, you know I had a lot of the the those characteristics yep. and Me so too. um you know you use what you know mm-hmm. and again you try to you try to continue to like push and push and push until you realize Oh my God, like I am suffering. Mm-hmm. And I think and these tools don't work anymore here. These tools don't work. Um, so a couple things had to happen. One of the big ones was I had to say goodbye to my old life. Mm-hmm. And may I, really I reframe did. you just a little bit? Would that be okay? Absolutely. Because you, 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 yes, we had to, but we also got to, we chose to. And I think that's just the reason why I say that it's such an important concept, right? To really think about is, yes, we really didn't have a, any other choice. But again, at the end of the day, we did choose to because we could have kept 
staying in that pattern. We could have kept living that way, but we, we made a strong, decisive decision. And you know what I say, strong decisions come from a hell yes or a hell no, not a maybe so, right? We, and we burn, and you, you talk about burning bridges, Liz, you burned that, that was, that was, there was no going back. <laughs> There's no going back. Yeah. And so um, the concept of surrender came in. Yeah. There was one other concept that I wrestled with and that was hope. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I didn't have any. And here lies the day, gift. Herein and lies so the one gift. day someone said, well, if you don't believe in hope, how are you ever going to find it? Yep. And that was also, you know, so many little nuggets. Like, I believe now in angels. Um, and <laughs> I love it. And I just I was do. doing angel work this morning. And I know I very much no, believe in them. No, you know, no small moment here. Definitely a synchronistic moment. I definitely believe in them. And so there were these little angels. You're certainly one of them too, Donna, where like oh. everyone added a little piece and continues to add a little piece that will, you don't know what the next step is forward. Yes. Um, but all you have to do is look down mm -hmm. and then it, and then it appears. And I, yep. if somebody would have said that to me two years ago, I would have been like, get that. <laughs> exactly. What are you, you're batshit crazy. Oh yeah. Oh, whatever. Like, yeah. like, I just need, I need to figure out how I'm going to pay my mortgage. Right. I don't need to know about what the step looks like. Right. Exactly. But guess what? The minute that I made the decision that I was going to keep this house, I figured out how to pay my mortgage. Yep. So like, that's what I mean by you ask, once you surrender and, and you kind of ask for what you need, all of a sudden these angels come and it that's appears. Right. Yeah, and you're, <laughs> and, and I think, I think too, this is, this is such an important piece because we're going to get into a little bit of science here. Okay. There was, there were studies done. And if you know the heart math Institute, right. Do you know the heart math Institute where they do, they, they, you could do the heart rate variability. So they do a lot of studies and work about how, what the heart is and how it works and how it, you know, taps into our brain and how we could really kind of manifest, you know, they, our lives and love. But anyway, they did this one study where, it, they had pictures show up on a screen, right? And they gave someone the computer screen, they gave them the mouse and they would have two types of pictures. One picture would be a picture that was a, um, an alarming picture, like a shark eating some, uh, something or, you know, like something terrible, like war or something. And then there was other pictures where were just beautiful, right? Like an owl in nature, a baby, like just beautiful things. You, you, right. And so what they did was, is they would, they would have them click certain things, right? Click left for this, click right for that. And what ended up happening is they, they also had the monitors on their heart and their brain and the heart knew before the screen even showed the picture, the heart knew which picture was coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so this is why it's so important. We clean out the junk and we clean out the patterns that don't serve us because what you just said, what, what I call is having faith and providence and providence will move is you already knew you were that house, like your heart already knew that house was yours before you knew it was yours. Does that make sense? Until you decided this house is going to be mine. Now providence can move together. And this is where the miracles and the synchronicities and your little angels will come into place because now you've allowed it. 100%. It then though begets the question of what else am I holding myself back from? Yes. And that's a whole different conversation um, that's necessary, I think. Yes as we reinvent ourselves. Yes. Um, so work became um, different. Yeah. Because I started showing up a little bit different. Once you find your voice, you can't not use it. It's, it's, truly. And, and truly everywhere. And speaking of Angie, right? Angie of that, once she's discovered that, her career has gone like supersonic. Yeah. Because like you said, you can't, it's, 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 you're not like Liz is Liz at work. You're going to be Liz at home. You're, we, we have different roles, of course, in those different areas we play, but we're integrated. And when we're in alignment and we have integration, man, that energy is pumping. It's pumping. And, um, I will say to women listening who all of a sudden find that their job is either no longer serving them, compensating them well, um, you know, supporting them. Yep. 
that it is not a coincidence that you're feeling that way now. Yep. Because um, we do through the process of, you know, burning in the ashes and, and yep. the re-evolution and all of those little stones that you just continue to put one foot in front of the other, all of a sudden you notice, oh my God, you know what? I have a little bit more strength in my, in my feet. Oh, I have more strength in my legs. Oh, I was crawling before and now I'm walking upright. Um, yes. I did a lot of imagery around seeing myself um, crawling back up that mountain that yep. I free fell. Yep. So crawling back up the mountain. And then all of a sudden I, I wasn't crawling. I was starting to climb. Yep. Um, I did a lot of imagery around seeing myself sitting at the top of that mountain. Then I started noticing my hands were open. Yep. In a form of like receipt. Yep. Then. Right. Hands open versus closed. Yep. Correct. Then all of a sudden I was standing on the mountain. Yes. You're like, not only standing, but scaling that mountain. And I just have to just stay here for a moment for, for again, for, for everybody who's watching, look at Liz's, her expressions and that excitement, right? Because that's what life is now. Mm -hmm. Life is like this, like this realization that I am on my summit. Mm -hmm. I am on the top of the mountain. And instead of just going from the top of the mountain and trying to figure out another mountain and another mountain, no, I'm going to, this is my summit and I'm going to stay here and I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to nurture it. And when I'm ready to reach my next level of this mountain, I will do so. That's right. That's right. Because we don't, we don't realize the only thing that's limiting us is us. And I say this to, to, to whoever's listening. I say this with grace this is, this is, but there's, it's not your ex-husband who's limiting you. It's not a parent who's limiting you. It's not a job that's limiting you. Sure. Those are real things we're facing. I'm not denying that they're real challenges, but honestly, the only thing that's limiting you is you. So it's taken me 44 years of my life mm -hmm. to accept that. Mm -hmm. It's taken yep. a year and a half of failed relationship after relationship. And let's not really call them relationships because if they were, yes, yes. Let's they, just call them what they are. Yep. Um, a year and a half of those. Yep. You finally get to the point of wanting to be single. Can you believe that? <laughs> I can actually, I can. One of the reasons why I didn't want to commit to your program was because you encouraged me not to date. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh no, I'll just do the program and date. Mm -hmm. Doesn't now work. It, it won't work because that's because we, we, the whole purpose of the program is to learn how to be with oneself in peace. Right. First, so, first, yeah, first that will come. And, um, that's been probably the hardest lesson for me. I was raised in a very traditional Jewish family, um, where women were chosen Yep. and that was then their being and their you know, um, the highest form of, of <laughs> almost spirituality, but I say that jokingly, um, uh, you know, a married Jewish woman is a of, kept woman. Oh, of yes. She's a kept woman. Yes. Um, and so not being an unkept woman with three children and a full-time job doesn't really make sense to yep. my culture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and for those women who are Jewish, who are listening to this, such an important statement, because there's many women who are Jewish, right, who are listening to you and there's and their heart is probably feeling so much peace now. I will tell you that um, one thing that I have really like probably the biggest gift that I've gotten um, and there are so many now I'm going to get emotional is I'm a better mom mm -hmm. since I got divorced than I mm -hmm. was when I was married. That's my yep. that's what I'm the proudest of. Mm hmm. So if we can put aside, you know, this, the pressure to figure out how I'm going to financially be independent and emotionally independent, if we can put all that aside and we can really break it down, um, what I have learned is that my community is strong yes. and, and it is giving. Um, and, and let's just also say this, it's not by chance your community is strong and giving we have standards and boundaries. We don't let anybody in our community who isn't, right? And I'm talking about our internal, is that we, as women, we have our bus. That's what we say at DGB, right? We now get to decide who are these people that are going to be sharing life with. Mm -hmm. 
because we get to choose, right? Just because in the past we had so many people in our lives that would drain us or they're not on the same path as us. And there's no, there's no bad being said about those people. But what ends up happening is you are the five people you surround yourself with the most, right? And so if you're around people who are suffering, if you're around people who are always looking at that, you know, the glass is half empty. If you're around people who constantly think that something can't be done, well, that becomes you and you become very limited. And I had to make a decision. And um, conditioned. Yeah. I had to make a decision um, to leave all of that behind. Yeah. People. um, With love, with white light. and, And that's what I say. That is honestly, Liz, that decision you made, and you could, you could probably say this now, and I've made the same decision was, was such a release and lo- it was love. It was a loving gesture to me, right? Because I sent those people off with light and love. And it wasn't like I called them up and said, hey, listen, we're not going to be friends anymore. I just, it was a natural progression as I began to raise my standards of life. If As I began to raise my standards of love and relationships and what I would and would not tolerate in those relationships, right? What happened is the people that refused to grow or the people who were lower level energy, right? Didn't, they responded to me in fear because I was reflecting something to them that wasn't something that was available to them. Donna, that's so profound Mm -hmm. and so real. Mm -hmm. We do reflect back. Yes. Both how we feel about ourselves and we attract. Yes like-minded. Yes. Yes. I know, I know that that's a, a big tenet of what you teach. And I can tell you that it is 100% true. Yep. So, so you said this, I want to hear what you were saying, Liz, before we started, you said there were a few things, Donna, that you said that were 100% true. I want to hear what those are. What were they? Okay. 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 <laughs> I can't um, wait to hear them. And by the way, Jackie's here with us. So Jackie is saying, hi, Donna and Liz. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Co- Look at that picture. That's from Cabo. Hi, coach Jackie. Very nice. Um, so, so the concept of manifestation, of course, um, is, is huge. Um, but once you start raising what you call your vibration, vibrational frequency, you can tell when people are lesser. Yes. You can actually feel it. You could feel it. Mm -hmm. And that's a difficult thing Mm -hmm. to have to wrestle with. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really taken me again, 44 years, but certainly a year and a half post-divorce to fully accept honor and then be responsible for the thoughts that I have in my head. Oh, bad man. Mic drop moment right there to honor and be responsible for. Now, again, we're not blaming or shaming. We're just accountability and responsibility. When we could take responsibility for our actions and honor them, now we have an availability of to say, what are we going to do with them? Is there any amends that need to be made? Do we need yes. to, you know, button up anything? Yes. Other, or did we stand in our value and did we stand in the best? And now if a person has an issue with it, it really is their problem, not ours. But we, we could stand in grace and we could cor- course correct. We can course correct. So here's the beauty. We get the opportunity to course correct now. Yes. Um, we get the opportunity to. <gasps> can I add something? Sure. Liz, I have to add this. This is the download. We not only get the cor- opportunity to course correct, we now have learned we could command. Yes. So that's Freaking so badass women, right? And, and this is not commanding. I want to be clear. We're not commanding people. And we're not trying to be power, like take power. No, it's not about power, but it's about commanding our life and saying this outcome of being a highly successful woman who is integrated with herself, who is integrated with her family, who is on her way to, you know, attracting the love in her life whenever that happens or when it does happen, whatever it is that we say, right, that we want, but we're commanding it to happen. So, oh. um, it's so true though. Like every single thing that you're saying, yep. I know I keep saying that, but like, these are the concepts that come up that I am like fascinated by. Me too. Um, and they become part of you. They, they're integrated into your autonomic system now. Um, there was one other area we were talking about manifestation and I was talking about, Oh, be careful. Like what you wish for people. Um, for people you don't like, for people that you feel like have harmed you. One thing that I practice now when I wake up every morning 
is I say, I welcome healthy love into my life mm. and abundance and prosperity. And I say it every day. Um, and, and I just got to stay here with you for a second, Liz, because this is an important piece of the puzzle too. And you did this with, you may or may not know, but you did it in, in the way that we teach, right? You didn't say, I don't want this. You said, I want this because the universe knows no different. You could, if you woke up in the morning and you said, I don't want to have a, you know, unhealthy love. I don't want to have unhealthy love. Guess what you're going to be experiencing. You'll, you will be experiencing yes, unhealthy will. love yes, versus saying, I welcome yes, you will. healthy love. That And talk about those concepts, Liz. Those are the things that seem like, oh, Donna, those are so small. No, it is the biggest. The biggest. That's 90% of the puzzle. So I did a vision board for the first of the year, which was the first for me. And one of the things on that vision board was I want to have $10,000 in savings in my account. I was like, how am I going to do that? I had to create an in-line unit in the downstairs of my home so that I could stay in my home. How am I going to have $10,000? Guess what? It's there. $10,000. Yes, girl! For me, that is huge. And it also is, it also is what I consider to be universal feedback. It's a feedback tool. See, the universe is always going to give us feedback. Listening. Right. That feedback tool is is showing you that you're in alignment because like that ten thousand dollars to you was needed for you to really anchor yourself into this works. Correct. This works. Right. And we don't need to figure out the how. Right. Because that's where our brain would want to go. It's going to want to go into willpower. It's going to want to go cerebral. We need to figure out the what and then do our job to monitor our vibrational frequency and how we're showing up on a physiological, you know, level. Also our mindset, right? That's the reason why we do our gratitude journal, our miracle journal, you know, the 50 reasons why we're amazing is because we're cultivating this brand new mindset. So mindset coupled with internal transformation, now we're into quantum fields and, and there's nothing you can't have. So I downloaded Dr. Joe Dispenza. Oh, um, I just did it. Yes, I just did it. I just downloaded his new one last night. Well, I don't know how new it is, but it's called The Alchemist. Okay. What I noticed about myself is I have to be in a place of not fight or flight, obviously. Um, I do much better after I move my body. Yes. So I can't get into the juicy good stuff. Yes. Until I'm able to get out. <gasps> I'm loving this. I'm loving this awareness because for you, it's your body, right? Moving your body. For me, it's nature. I, when I'm out, whether, whether I'm sitting on the beach or I'm in the park or I'm even some, I think my neighbors think I'm crazy because I just go out with my bare foot sometimes and I'll like go hug a tree or I'll sit on my front lawn and I don't really, I lie down and I'm doing like an angel pose, right? But I don't really care, honestly, but that's, that's where my down low moments are. I went on a hike this last weekend by myself. I got a babysitter so I could go on a hike. That's another high five, girl. Look, $10,000 in the bank, living (laughs) your best life, actually Um, going on a hike for you. And, and then, and then um, I'm not sure how much more time we have, but the, the final um, thing I do want to share is where I still feel like I have work to do. Let's okay. So, so what are the, so the concepts were the spirit. So what you said that absolutely came true, the the concept of spiritual alignment, the concepts of energy, Synchronicity, synchronicities, angels. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that, you know, in general, being able to, um, what do I want to say? Like how we, the, I don't, I'm not having a, a great moment here. Let me see. Help me get me back, please, Donna. Yes. So um, I just think in general, the community. So like, grieving and working with and growing within your community. Yeah. So, Um, and let's also put that out there. So people understand. So the divorcing gracefully and beyond community, we're the highest level executive coaching that we're going to get on the personal side of our life. This is not a support group. This is not a divorce care. This is not, let's complain about our ex. This is not, let's talk about what curtains we're putting up in our home. Not that those things aren't, you know, conversations we could have, but we are coming together as a community, not based on our brokenness. We're coming to together as a community based on our wholeheartedness, even if we haven't reached it yet, because so we just- know it's there. 
I just remembered what I was trying to remember. Mm-hmm. And that was the concept of really being accountable yes. for yourself and, yes. and how we are the, <gasps> the mass. Yeah. What do you say? The masterminds of our, yeah. What is it that you, something like that. We're the masterminds of our creation or something. We're, oh yes. I know exactly what you're going to say. So we are the master of cause, not the victim to effect. Yes. Yes. And so that's a hard concept for most yep. of us. No, it is. It's yep. a hard concept. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one of the big, big, big things. And that I'm, I'm going to add to that because this is something that I, there, there's two things I'm going to add. One, I was listening to Mel Robbins this morning and no, no coincidence because the concept that she said, she was just looking right in the camera. I don't know how I came across it, but she goes, here's a secret that no one's going to tell you. No one is coming. No one's coming to save you. No one's going to come and wake you up to get you to get to work. No one's going to fight for your next raise for you. No one's going to tell you what to do. No one's going to enroll you in that class that you've been meaning to take. No one's going to, you know, show up and, 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 and find how to heal for you. No, you've got to become accountable to yourself because the real deal is that knight in shining armor is not outside of yourself. The knight in shining armor is you. You are the queen of your life because, and this is the second piece. Now, again, talk about miracles and synchronicities because this is the why, because I had a cup of tea. Now I realize why I saved this tea <laughs> bag, right? Because it was for this conversation. That's great. And wait till you hear it. And this is why I, this is like the synchronicity. You're going to, yeah. you're going to like literally, I, I don't know. Well, let's just wait to see, right? It is the light in the lantern, which shows you the path, mm-hmm. not the lantern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so when you could become accountable to yourself and realize that your, your musings and your desires are actually soul promptings to get you off of your ass and begin Hell living yes. your life. They're Hell not yes. here to take you down. They're invitations. So I will tell you that the grass smells greener, the sun feels brighter, the coffee tastes, you know, that much better. Yes. Um, this, the, the, I laugh harder yes. than I've ever laughed in my life. And I've cried more than I hope I ever cry yep. in my life. Yep. Um, but the laughter is, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't give it up. Yep. And I never would have experienced this level of joy and love. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of my most important lesson that I can share. Yep. Um, I still do very, very much want to find a good partner. I yep. continue to attract men that are unavailable. And so my work right now is almost the deepest work. And that is what inside of me is unavailable. That's it. And, and this, my friends, this did not come now. Yes. I mean, you are a professional in this area, but this, what that's Liz just though. did, right? What Liz just did is... We're not looking at why am I keeping attracting these men? Like, what is it? Like, what's going on? We're saying, wait a minute. If I am attracting unavailable men, what's the work in me? What, what? And we're not getting depressed about it. We're not getting frustrated about it. Sure, it's not what we want, but it's the opportunity to say, okay, I know the right person is out there. I haven't met him yet. And what I need to do is fine tune me because there's still invitations and there's still work in me that hasn't brought me to his, the alignment where we're going to meet. Right. And so that's what you said. I know my work is now. And, and this is the journey, my friends, this is why we call it a journey, right? Is you, you uncover one piece of the puzzle and you find awareness and you're like, Oh, good. And then you uncover another piece of the puzzle and you're like, Oh, good. And then you uncover another one and you, and if you're alive six feet above ground, you will constantly, and in your evolutionary soul journey will always be uncovering something. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that um, the the journey now is so much more spectacular and important yes. than the destination. 100%. The 100%. And I love that you said that it's like going to Disney World every single day. There's a firework show. It's clean. You know, the garbage. You don't see a piece of garbage. Like, you know, it's like I, done. I dance in the kitchen now with my yeah. four-year-old with the music on high as often as possible. And I embarrass my kids. (laughs) Perfect. That's your job. And that's, that's a shining signal. And, you know, just, just before we close today, I mean, we could talk for hours, but before we, before we close, one of the things that you, you did is you didn't just say it, you did it. Right. Cause I have a saying that says you, I can't hear what you're saying because your actions speak so loudly. 
Hmm. Right. And so it could go both ways. These, these could be actions that are devastating to us, or there could be actions that are loving to us. And for those, for, for, for you, or for those women who are listening, if you're experiencing devastating actions, don't blame yourself, but take accountability of those actions and make a choice to change them. Come That's to right. divorce and gracefully and beyond come into the community, get coached. Like Liz said, it wasn't like, it was like this one moment where everything's magically transformed. It's an evolution, but it's all of those changes that are happening. And it's all of those shifts. And this is not work we can do alone. Agreed. There's many areas in therapy we could we can have a one-to-one -one conversation and they work beautifully. This area, you need a community, you need the, you need the accountability and you need both because coach Jackie is your success coach and she's going to hold you accountable. That's what we say. She's going to hold you to your shit, right? She's going to call you out on your shit when you need to. She's going to hold your tears. She's going to be there to celebrate. And coach Katie was your mindset partner. She was the one who taught you how to get out of the head and into the heart, how to release the trauma. And, and it's, it's, we learn, right? And so those are all important pieces of the puzzle. So what's one thing that you could say, Liz, to someone who, if you remember, right, because I know it, it feels so different, right? But if you remember back when, when you were in the state, where you just did not have the hope, you did not, what would you say to her? What, what's one piece of guidance or wisdom that you could guide her to? What I would say to her is, find the softest blanket, mm. the most billowy pillow mm. in the safest, cleanest, most serene room mm. and allow yourself to fall back mm. and fall back in a way that is soft and know that you will be surrounded with light and love and the strength of your community. Yes. And the more you practice that, you're not going to need the blanket as often and you might not need the pillow. Right. And one day you will be for others what they have been to you. You will be That's that for some other person and guide them. So um, just believe in yourself, find your hope, find your community, find your strength, find, find your joy. Um, and give yourself permission. Yes. Instead of saying no, give yourself permission to say yes. 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 And, you know, when, if you think about, and this is a part two that I think is such an important piece, is it doesn't have to take 30 years to heal. Absolutely. It doesn't have to take, it could, you know, again, we, the basis of, of what we do is in three and a half months, but there's still continued work. There's always going to be an evolution of the soul, right? There's always things we're doing, but for the most part, we really wipe out a lot. So don't believe when people tell you, because it's simply not true that, oh, it's going to take years or, oh, just date someone else to get over it. It's, it, it's not like, as, as like Liz said, we know it doesn't work. And if you've done it or you're there, that's okay. We love you anyway, but now is the time to decide. And that's everything that Liz said. I'm going to add one other piece and that's decide because you can either argue for your past or fight for your future. Cause again, no one is coming. You've got to be the one to change the trajectory. And as Liz said, you don't have to know how, you just got to take the first step. That's it. Even if, and this is a conversation, I mean, again, we'll, we'll, this is, we're not going to get into it too much, but the financial conversation, because a lot of people will say, oh, I don't have the time or I don't have the money. And I always say, what's the cost of, of not doing it, right? Because that's a far greater cost of what you're losing because you're, you're not living your life and you're also not changing the trajectory of your children, which you have now changed the generational path for your children, thank goodness, right? And their children and their children's children. So don't cheap out on yourself, right? Because that's that's not going yes. to help you. Invest in yourself. Invest! In, 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 yes. Because it, it is, it's a critical piece of the puzzle of the first thing that we could do is lift ourselves up out of that, I don't know what you want to call it, quicksand, is by just showing up and saying, I'm worth it. Because this is what we do. And I and when I tell you I did this, Liz, I did it more than I was probably the queen of free, free, free is for me, right? Queen. I found every resource that was free. I found, I mean, I would spend hours in the library, but I it, 10 years, you know how much movement I got in 10 years? Like none. Right. And and when the moment I invested in myself though, that many, many years ago is when everything changed. And it's the same thing I see over and over and over again here at DGB. The moment we say yes, the moment we show up, it's amazing how the pieces fall in play, including money. It's just energy. So 
with that said, Liz, thank you so much. Wow. Oh my God. Love you. Love you. And for those of you who are ready to decide on you and you feel this is your place, give me a ring. I'm going to put in the way that you could set a conversation with me. It's right here in the chat. And if you're feeling this conversation has inspired you, but you're feeling maybe this may not be your place or you have a coach you're working with, that's fine too. But decide on yourself. And, and if you want to chat, this is where you go, DonnaRudowitz.com. Apply. We'll get on the phone and we'll chat because you, my friend, are worth it. You're worth it. You're worth this work. You're worth having love. You're worth having the experience of living life. You're worth just enjoying it, waking up a joy, and like you, dancing in the kitchen. How great is that? How great is that? Doesn't mean that our life is perfect by any means. There's every there's challenges, but we are the master of cause now and not the victim. So love you. All right, guys. See you later. Bye.